folks. XQ quality, better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. Welcome to episode 164 of Channel Massive. Or should I say 164? I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, sounds, <laughs> sounds more impressive and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm Noah. That's I'm Mark. Mark. I am Mark. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm sitting in my basement in, in the dark because I... <laughs> somehow managed to not turn a light on so <laughs> it's kind of funny do you have your night uh, night vision goggles on i do yeah <laughs> it's fun to the cat doesn't know i can see her <laughs> <laughs> you've got your can there at the at the ready uh or a sniper rifle one of the two <laughs> one of the two will repel her i'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah listeners normally as you know we record in person, but not tonight. Tonight we are doing this over the internet. It's safer this way. Yeah, nobody's going to get hurt this time. Yeah, we too tend to have some bad arguments during our duos. Yeah, our duo duels. So Sean had to try to break it up last week, and yeah, it just didn't work out well for him. If he wasn't here. <laughs> if he hadn't brought that gallon of milk to flail us with, I'll tell you. <laughs> this is only that's why we milk. call him Juggy. Juggy, yep. <laughs> Juggy the milk flinger. That's, that's our guy, Sean. <laughs> we hope you like this episode, even though it's just the two of us. We will continue to have special guests in the future. Probably more Wolf Brothers, because they're awesome. They're, well, they're, and there's, there's three of them, so they're easy to get a hold of. <laughs> yeah. Can't get one, just rotate to another uh, one. Thanks. Yeah. It would be fun <laughs> to have all three on, though. Then they could get, like, all crazy. That would be pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, we're going to tell you what we've been playing, and then we're going to talk about Star Trek Online going free to play. Some said it would never happen. Others are just waiting. So. Mark found written proof of this statement. I did from a blog post from 2009 where a big, huge fan was emphatically saying, there's no way it'll ever go free to play. That would be crazy. Well, I think we were saying it was going to go free to play like within a month of it launching. Yeah, I was like, this game. Well, what's the thing where they say, you know, you have a face for radio? It was a game. It had a playability for free to play. <laughs> that's, that's what I would have said. Well said, well said. An attention to detail that, uh, well, I don't know. I just never could get over the way the ships flew. They really bothered me. Oh, we'll have to talk about that because that is a point yeah. of contention. Yes, I know. Yes. And we might have to battle it out later. Yeah, I might have to come over after all. Yeah, or just do League of Legends and uh, <laughs> do a custom game. Opposing teams. Yes. My my robotic minions versus your robotic minions. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listeners, if you'd like to send in any feedback to this episode, send it to mail. M-A-I-L. 
at channelmassive.com. You can also leave comments for us on the website. We like those too, but we you also can. like. Oh wait. Oh, I was going to say you can um, you can find us on um, Facebook. You can you can find us on iTunes, and and if you like us or hate us, you can put five stars by it to show how strongly you feel about it. <laughs> yes, and we're even on Twitter, kind of. That's true. Just like we're kind of on Facebook. We're and someday we're going to get really with it and get into MySpace. Yeah, that that's really the final frontier for that's, us. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty exciting. <laughs> so we look forward to hearing from you, but without further ado, we're going to get into what we're playing. Someone to hold me tight, that would be very nice. Someone to this episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me Time after time So, Noah, <laughs> what have you been playing? So I was actually talking about what I've been playing over on Dojo Show Go, and I felt kind of guilty when I talked about it over there because they have a weekly feature where the staff does a quick roundtable where they say what video games they're going to play over the weekend. And uh-huh. I talked about, like, oh, I'm going to play this DS game and this DS game, and I might play this other thing. And my Labor Day weekend was just, like, League of Legends Marathon. <laughs> it's oh, I so bad how many games I played. I cannot believe it. What was weird is I was going to play on Friday, but I'd just been getting over this hardcore sinus infection that I got right when I got oh. to see the packs. And uh, I just slept for like 12 hours on Friday, so I didn't play at all. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to play some on Saturday. And then it was just like all day Saturday. And then I played on Sunday. And then on Monday, I'm like, well, I'll play one game. And then I lost. And so I'm like, well, I want to play another one. And I lost again. <laughs> It's getting met, matched up with Brazilians. Oh no! It sucked, and could would rather spend more time just chatting with each other incessantly. You know what's uh, interesting is Brazilians can't spell Brazil for shit. <laughs> you know, they really need to learn how to spell the name of their country. I have a friend who was from Brazil, or is from Brazil, and Brazil. Last name was Rodriguez, and he was very angry if people ever misspelled it with a Z instead of an S. Oh, yeah. Portuguese. So, yeah, they're apparently sensitive about that whole S-Z thing. I think Brazil Brazil sounds a lot softer than Brazil. So I think it's le- it's like the less tough spelling. It's like spelling Mark with a C. Mars. <laughs> My name's Mars. What's Maybe it name? should be pronounced Brazil. Brazil. I like that, like basil, but with, yes, the, but with yeah. an R. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I come so, from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I won't talk too much about it because we do have a, an exclusive podcast for League of Legends, but it was really fun. I really loved it. I love playing with the Wolf Brothers. And when I got into those really bad match-made games with people in other countries who wouldn't even speak English to me, yet they understood when I said that I didn't speak English, but then they played badly. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. This is why I know Sean never plays games without. I know. 
does. And it didn't used to be like that. That's what I was telling Curtis that like a year ago, I had to slog through match made games because if I tried to play with you or or Scott, you guys were such a high level that I'd get into games where I was matched against people that just outclassed me, both in terms oh, yeah. of experience and their rune sets and the way they augmented their accounts. I just couldn't stack up. So but I, I went through lots of match made games and it were it went really well. Yeah. But, boy, not on Monday. Not I said on Monday, huh? like I don't know how you play during the day. Because it's it's like I'm like what is this international day? I just kept getting paired with nobody that spoke English, and it's when there would be like one other person who would oh, speak wow. English, and I'm like, okay guys, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> like the other dude's like, I have no idea what the hell's going on either, <laughs> and they're just talking <laughs> and talking to each other because they're like friends and they're all buddies. Oh buddy. god, so you you were in a it was kind of a pre-made, so it made it yeah. even worse. Yeah. Oh, that's so unfortunate. That happened. I also got to hang out with my buddy Chris, who's like a great 360 player person to play 360 games with. And so we played a big sampling of, of a bunch of stuff. So I can at least say that now that I played some Catherine and oh, some yeah. Bastion and Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet and From Dust and De Blob 2. So I balanced it out. Damn, the, yeah. With a quick stuff. Were you, were you on the hot seat with the Nintendo Joe podcast, though, having not... <laughs> Not no, they always thing. mock me about playing League of Legends. They, I mean, whenever we get into what we're playing over in that show, they're like, let me guess, League of Legends. Right? <laughs> League of Legends. Wow, big surprise. They, they, they give me a hard time about it. Have they ever tried it? Yeah, a couple of them have and started really liking it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, more of you shall come. Yes, more, more. Soon it'll be League of Legends <laughs> JoJo. Love JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's cool. right. What about you? Um, so I, um, yeah, of course, League of Legends, and um, I was playing some 360 games. Um, I can't think of all the names, even though I promised last week that I would, but I, I still haven't. Um, I, I did do something interesting last night, though. Um, we were doing, we did the League of Legends podcast, and we um, found much to our great displeasure that. Um, the servers were down in the U.S., so we did the British invasion backwards, and we um, signed up for level one European accounts <laughs> and, uh, and played over there. What was funny was we were over there playing, and we had like pings in the you know like 150 range, and we we're used to like 40, 360 you know millisecond ping. So there was a tiny bit more lag, but it wasn't really that bad. But what was funny was when we were talking to our, our you know, it was it was the three of us, um, Kurt and me and um, Scott. But when we were playing, we had, you know, two other people. And the two other people on our team were also from America, also with level one accounts playing on the <laughs> European servers. And I was trying to get the other team to answer, but they were, they were too um, busy dying to us to respond to my questions about whether or not they were also from America. So I decided they weren't. And that they were, in fact, really, truly European, and that that's just how much better we are over here. So my nationalistic <laughs> pride, uh, you know, swelled at that time, and I started singing the national anthem. And then later I went out and shot my gun off a few times. So <laughs> pretty good. I had a good time. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that, was my, that was my evening. Um, nice. Yes, I, I, it doesn't count as a game, but I also saw the um, on College Humor or whatever that site is, there's this really cool um, uh, little video where they've done the Game of Thrones show as though it were like an 8-bit old RP, uh, Nintendo RPG. 
and I watched that. So I think that almost counts as playing a game because it was so <laughs> hilarious. The it's way really they well they put so much effort into it to pull it off. They re, they like did the musical score as an eight bit audio sounding thing, and they have just all the cool little dialogue choices and and stuff that you you know and love. And it's just done so incredibly well that I can't uh, I can't say enough about it. So you should go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. It's hilarious. If you know what Game of Thrones is, and if you ever played an old RPG, check it out. Definitely, I second that. Yeah. And that's it for me. Oh, I tried to play that um, Warhammer Online beta test for the Wrath of uh, whatever it is, Wrath of Heroes or whatever. Oh, you got into the beta too? Yeah, but um, I never am available during the scheduled time it's actually up, so I have not yet seen it. Well, I'm in the beta as well, so hopefully soon we will yeah. get to experience it. I will be a uh, – what, what was it we used to play as? I was a um, – Witch Elf. No, which no, you were a witch elf, and I was a um, I don't remember. I was some kind of dark elf. I don't remember. It was fun though. Called. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what I was called either. Very memorable. Yeah, I was dead a lot. I remember that. Um, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. So that's it for me. So, um, have you noticed that the earth is cold beneath your feet? Do you know why? Because winter is coming. Well, yes, the Starks like to say that. But also, <laughs> hell has frozen over because Star Trek Online is going <laughs> free to play. Does Cryptic have any paid MMOs left? I don't know if they do. I don't believe only the ones in development, which they plan to unleash, which will surely instantly become free to play. <laughs> um, so... What's really funny is I was looking for information on this, and, you know, just random Google response brought me a blog from 2009 where these guys were arguing passionately about whether or not Star Trek Online would, you know, be free-to-play or could ever become free-to-play. And one guy was just like, no, it will never be free-to-play. Cryptic has shown so well that they... They can, you know, make monthly fees. They would never do that. They would never do that ever, ever. <laughs> so <laughs> ironic two years later to read that and go, yeah, they've kind of really embraced it, as has the rest of the world. So um, here we sit today with the announcement that it's going to, in fact, be free to play. Yeah, and it's it's basically following a model very similar to Champions Online. where It's identical. I mean, yeah. yeah. You get a lot of content for free, but then if you want extra character slots or if you want to be able to actually have more gold yeah. so that they can prevent gold farmers, you have to pay for those and, and so many, like, some of the stuff is so, like, niddling, like, bullshitty, like, fleet creation membership. So here's some of the, some of the benefits of actually paying versus being a leech and just playing for free, I suppose, is the way they view it. So fleet creation. So if you want to create a fleet, you have to pay. You can join a fleet if you're not paying, but if you want to if you want to create it, you have to do that. There's things like energy credit storage limits, so you can't have unlimited amounts of credits unless you're paying. Um, there's you know the character slot limitations, respect tokens, um, d- um, cr- missions created using the foundry. Only paid subscribers can create them. Um, you know monthly stipend you'll actually create you know get promotional points if you're paying now that i kind of agree with but it's like it's always things like that when you see like the 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 benefits matrix or whatever of paid versus non-paid 
it's like, God, you know, it's just everything that you read says, I would really do well if in this game if I actually paid. But I don't think many people, you know, want to <laughs> at this point. I don't know. It's it's just a, I don't know, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy thing to see so many people doing this and some doing it so well and others, like, failing at it epically. So what do you think? Do you think they'll fail epically or succeed with beyond bounds like um, Lotro did? I don't think it's going to reach the levels that DDO and Lotro reached, Mm -hmm. but I think it will be good enough, especially because it has a license that is as magnetic as Lotro to have a a solid player base for many years until something like something happens like did with star Wars, where another company comes in to develop a brand new MMO that can displace this one. You know what I think is a kind of cool way to go that I've, I think we're seeing in some of the MMOs are like episodic content that's microtransaction based. So like that, I can kind of dig, like if they come up with, okay, you can play this game free to play with the limitations that it has, or you can, you know, be a monthly subscriber and get this extra stuff, including episodic content. I think that's pretty cool. And I, I think that having, you know, an entire development team working on the episodic content you know, on a monthly or bi-monthly or um, release basis is a really cool idea because it's like really focused content for for a specific set of missions or whatever. I think that's like a cool way to go. Yeah, and to Cryptic's credit, and this is something that I always liked about City of Heroes, Cryptic has done a good job of continually developing new little missions every few weeks some some that are linked together there are multiple chapters like it's a five-part yeah dlc uh, they've been doing it up to this year because i have a friend who bought a lifetime subscription of this game i'm sure he loves that this is kind of free to play but yeah. he was still religiously playing it he had i don't know six full level 50 admirals or whatever they are God. and whenever the new content would come out he'd go out and he'd play it and they keep releasing new ships and augmentations to the ships and never seen so many weird borg modifications of so many classic ships it's kind of strange but oh that's cool but yeah that i i feel that cryptic will remain committed to this just because it's such a popular license that they'd be foolish to let it slip through their hands it's yeah not- i mean i mean that's a good point like it's kind of like what we're seeing right now with um tor coming out right it's like when soe launched the original star wars mmo and it it you know it kind of took off and then it kind of just I know, faltered a bit, and then they had the whole NGE issue. Yeah. And then after, like, post to that, it was pretty much considered broken by half of the community or just ridiculous by the other half, and then there's, like, ten people that played it religiously. <laughs> yes. Um, but with, like, all that going on, and, you know, basically they let it, they let, they they lost their hold on it, you know. And, and of course, from, from a point of a IP licensing point of view, you know, they didn't have a good hold on it. And then, you know, Tor comes out on the heels of the Old Republic and Old Republic 2 games, you know, which just, that's such a cool setting that they came up with that they can actually use because it's not, you know, in the, 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 like, typical Star Wars canon or whatever. It's like, you know, if I feel like if Cryptic doesn't hang on to the, you know, Star Trek Online and keep it vibrant, then somebody else might actually show up that can do it right, you know, which yeah. I don't consider that they did it right. I, I hate I hate the way the ships move around, the mechanics of them and stuff. 
Um, I don't have much of a problem with like the way the the away teams work and the you know the characters move around, but the ship stuff is just not what I would have wanted. So um, maybe it, I know it's you so interesting disagree. you say that because I feel the opposite. I feel like the away team stuff is where it's really a falter because it's all about shooting things and mm-hmm. Star Trek's so much more about diplomacy and figuring things out, and yet what Star Trek Online is is all about shooting things and blowing things up, whether you're in space or on a planet. But that's and actually a good point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> as I inter- as I stop, I'm <laughs> full, in your tracks. Stop right point. there. You've made a sufficient point. You can yeah, stop. Yeah. You have contradicted me now. Shut up. <laughs> um, no, but it's funny because that's what we, when we used to do our round table, that's what we originally thought they were going to do with it, was make the away yeah. team missions like a, ri- you know, like a, a puzzle or a mystery or something that had to be solved with, you know, actual thinking and, and, and a negotiation and, and diplomacy. And instead, yeah. it, as you say, it. I mean, I, I guess I was saying I don't mind the way the characters move around. But, I, yeah, it's all combat. It's all just a giant, you know, spanking tank or whatever, tank and spank or whatever the hell, you know, or spank and, I don't know. <laughs> and spank and spank. And spank and spank. <laughs> Tank and tank. <laughs> so, I got Wait, let me put my paddle down one minute. Okay. <laughs> I'm a very bad boy. Anyway, where were we? Um, yeah, so I did originally believe it would be as you. And they made it seem it like it. Be. They made it seem like they were making all these missions that were like episodes of the show, and they were basing some of the missions off of episodes of the show. And then all of a sudden, it came out really fast, and it's like, oh. You guys either ran out of money or hit a release schedule issue or something. Cause yeah, and, and then the whole cling on the other faction and what was necessary for PvP was just, uh, yeah. I guess that's not done. Yeah, it just felt like, let's launch it with what we've got and kind of hope people accept it for the horrible bastard thing it is or whatever, you know? And actually, that's kind of sad because... And what is sad, even more sad, is like two years later... That's also still a setback in the free-to-play version that you can't play a character in the Klingon side until you have a Federation character that reaches level 25. Oh, wow. And it's it's like it's because they still don't have all of the content. There's no up. content. Like, Come on. I know, man. That would have been so cool if it had, if they had waited and if they had... Well, never mind. It's just no... There's Water no under the bridge. Yeah. Yes. The Let's... metaphorical bridge, not the Star Trek bridge. Let's just hope the old Republic isn't as big of a disappointment to the community as uh, Star Trek Online was and remains uh, yeah. to, to this day. But the one thing that what's funny, Mark, is that I think Tara shares the same opinion that you do, that she just hated the ship movement. But I thought that's the one thing that I really liked most about Star Trek Online because it was unique to Star Trek Online. And it had a learning curve, and it was so different from anything else that you would get in another MMO. I mean, look at... Old Republic, they're not even dealing with it. They're just having you play a rail shooter, which I think is it's almost so lame of a compromise they may probably shouldn't have done it. I think but, they shouldn't have done it yet. Yeah, absolutely. Totally but agree. basically treating your giant ship as if it's a ship in the ocean except you're in space, which is so cool that it's all about positioning and darting around and worrying about powering up shields in the front or depowering them on the back so that you could get some extra energy and, and managing stuff like that. It was just like, wow, this is so dynamic and, and interesting and, and really cool. And that's why I always get surprised when I hear people complain about it because uh, clearly you feel there's a different way that it could have been done. 
And I've played a, a couple other space fighters, unfortunately not enough, that I've enjoyed, but I don't actually have any major complaints about this. And I, I like that they try to do something different and that it was so unique compared to what you could get out of other MMOs. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know what I want, but it's not that. That's all. I can say. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all I can say. It just didn't work for me. But what you gonna do? But anyway, that's the news. They're going free to play. Um, yeah, before the end it. of the year, we don't know an exact date. Yeah, they haven't nailed it down, but maybe they'll tie it into the release date of something else big that's coming out. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Uh, but along those lines, listeners, if you have any comments on this, if you were a big fan or a big detractor of Star Trek Online at any point and would like to share your perspective, are you looking forward to this? Or are you going to jump back into it like people have done temporarily, at least, with Age of Conan and many other MMOs that have t- taken this route? Champions Online. You know, going. So I was so oh, surprised yeah. that Champions Online went free to play before this one. But... I know. Anyway, let us know what you think. Send it into mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmaster.com or leave us a comment on the website. And that's all that we actually have for this episode. We hope you liked it. And we look forward to hearing from you what you think. If you have any requests or topics that you'd like us to talk about in the next episode, tell us those too. Send them to the email or leave us a comment on the website. We look forward to hearing from you, and we will be back next week. We bid you adieu. Warcraft for ten years. If I can't play Diablo 3 soon, I might just kill myself. Massive? Blizzard Entertainment, why did we eat the mouth with Diablo 3? I want to know. I signed up for the beta. I never got an email. It's like they don't even care. I have really good things to say about that game. I read about it in Game Informer. So I came here to tell you I want Diablo 3 to come up with it up.